0: Welcome, loves, to this episode of In My Truth, where I have my friend Gina from Fit for Service joining me, sharing all of the highs and lows that she's going through with the divorce she's moving through um, and where she's at. And she's right in the thick of it. And for any of you who have gone through divorce or a breakup in particular with, you know, who you thought might have been a life partner, I do think that the breakups, and separations from people who at one point we thought we were engaged to or or we were engaged to or married or in some way, shape or form had made a life commitment to, um, they have a different sense about them. I'm not saying that any breakup is challenging. I'm not saying they're worse, but they can be quite difficult in other ways. Um, So Gina shared with us her journey and it's really beautiful. And at the end, we talked a little bit about fit for service, which is how we met. So if anyone's interested in that, um, great to get a little insight into how transformative it is. Enjoy the episode. Hey, Gina, how you doing? Hi, Sarah, I'm doing great. How are you? Good, thank you. Good, thank you. It's so nice to have you on the show.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's time. It's time. I
0: know that. Oh, I'm excited. I I reached out to you obviously because I saw you posted something very raw and vulnerable on Instagram Live the other day, and um, you and I are both a member of Fit for Service, uh, Aubrey Marcus's fellowship program, and you know, we were all chatting about your post in our WhatsApp in our private WhatsApp group, and I just. Thought, yeah, I'd love to have you on the show if you want to talk more about everything you're going through. But you're one of the brave mm-hmm. out there who's willing to speak her truth, even when she doesn't have it all figured out in the moment. And I think that's true vulnerability.
1: Yeah, um, because I feel like uh, we we all on our own journey, right? We try to figure out our own thing, but sometimes it takes a little bit of time, and sometimes we are in the deep. Uh, in a pro- like mm-hmm. in in a process so we d- actually do not know how you're gonna turn out at the end of the tunnel but we have this inner driving inner pulling say hey you gotta stand up speak those truths you know because it's mm-hmm. time it's it, it's literally that moment of when i took that video i just had this uh you know inner calling say hey it's you are not the only person probably going through those things by you sharing this, you might gonna, you know, touch somebody hard. You don't even know. Right. So just stand up, speak up. And uh, for whatever you're going through, that's, that's exactly what you're supposed to share. Right. Yeah. It's
0: beautiful. Yeah. And I totally agree with you and resonate with that on my own journey. So, I mean, I don't, I'd love you to tell us what you're going through, but broadly speaking, what you were talking about on Instagram the other day was, I know you're moving through a divorce, um, mm-hmm. the father of your children. It's I've been through divorce myself. It's incredibly challenging, but what really struck me that was so beautiful the other day when you were talking live on Instagram was the parts of it that you were owning, the the parts of it that you were like, I allowed this, I said yes to this, I, and that was so beautiful. But I I mean, days have passed since that post. Yeah. So where you're at today may be completely different from where you were then. So, you know, I don't really want to frame up the conversation too much. I just mm-hmm. would rather ask you like, where are you at right now? What are you moving through and what is challenging?
1: Yeah, it's very interesting. Like you said, every day now in our life, I feel like every day is a different story, a different version of a story and a story progressing mm-hmm. in a, in a uh, win speed, actually. So that was actually a week ago, I remember. Uh, time is really weird right now. <laughs> so it was <laughs> in a moment of really emotional that uh, my uh, my daughter's father said something really to me, it's kind of feel like attack, right? But when when we feel we're being attacked, it's actually there's some truth there. Like otherwise you mm-hmm. would not feel attacked. And I would deeply, like I was sad, I had to let that, you know, the emotion go through my body, had to just process that. That's, that's, that's the first of all, I have to face it. And second of all is why those things he said to me I got a, you could say triggered or you got to say hurt because even people around you, right. If you stand in your truth, you will not feel this hurtful feeling because you know, that's not true. Mm-hmm. And when after those little, like, you know, those moments. So like, so interesting, uh, Anahata, uh, she is, uh, one of the uh, you know, greatest spiritual teacher. I think that you, right. Uh, she actually sent out an email. That's one course that she is doing. is called Set, Set Clear Boundary. When I saw that, that was exactly what happened in the last week. So I just want to bridge the gap a little bit. So after my Instagram share, which is rid really my emotions, you know, I felt that I need to own the part that I allow people to step into my side of lane. You know, this is my lane. You know, that's, uh, you know, like my side. Then I after I realized that I own mm-hmm. I own it, I own it because I allow people to do that. Then I was like, what do, like what are I gonna do? You know, now I realize that I allow people. So what is the next step? So next step is on how does class actually set up the boundary. So I'm half half into her class right now and I realized I also I am as a person allow people to step into into my lane. and I also was in. I am still probably some part of my life I'm in the, in other people's lane and I was in my father in my daughter's like uh, father's lane as well. So mm-hmm. now I'm at the stage of life is uh, you know step one I know that I need to take ownership you know I need to forgive myself forgive my 10 you know 20 years old me or 25 years old me. Uh, now mm-hmm. now I'm like okay how can I set those boundaries? Right? Because I allow him to step in, I allow him to leave when he just say, "Hey, I have to go. I will come back in an hour without even checking on me what's my plan." So mm-hmm. I allowed him to so many times. now I said, "No, you, you cannot leave right now." And he's saying, "Why?" I was like, "Well, you cannot just leave at last minute. I would like you to tell me next time a little bit. give me a little bit heads up, right. And uh, at that moment, he was not happy. But in the next couple of days, actually, I was, by setting up my own boundary, I was actually training him to respect me. So Mm -hmm. that's my big realization is actually why he did not listen to me is because I trained him to not listen to me. Why he did not respect me is because I trained him to not respect me. So it's really interesting. The mindset is like, wow, it's me you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the boundaries thing is very, um, relevant to me and very relatable because I really struggled with boundaries in my life. And when I first became aware of it, I was very like focused on where other people were encroaching my boundaries. And then as I continued to do the inner work, I realized, well, for all of the moments that I allow someone. Firstly, I am allowing them by not having a boundary, but I saw all the ways that I push on other people's boundaries and don't respect other people's boundaries. And that was super confronting to just see, like, oh my goodness, like I I do exactly the thing that I struggle with here.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So that's the hard truth to swallow when I was like, oh my goodness, I'm all over, you know, other people's lives, you know, I try to be you know tell them what is right just because i went through you know it's so interesting like oh my goodness Gina back up you know just back off it's it's not your business you know stay in your lane that's i think that's the the quote of my week is stay in your lane i actually want to post that i would i was going mm-hmm. to post a video of the title would be stay in your own lane that would be the you know message i want to kind of share this week
0: mhm oh what's beautiful and it's beautiful to see how quickly you've kind of understood that and how quickly the boundaries are actually being established. Yeah. Um, that's something that it's uncomfortable the first time we start to set them or hold them. Um, also clumsy for me, mm. you know, and I still struggle. This has been, I feel like this has been my work for 20, one of, my, one of the areas of my work for 2020 has been really deeply understanding boundaries and going from very clumsily setting them where I'll be like so aggressive and like asserting and having Mm -hmm. to tell the person that this is a boundary versus just like, it's not actually, it doesn't actually necessarily need to be even a conversation sometimes. Sometimes it's just a way of being that kind of sets the boundary. Um, And I'm getting better at it, but it still challenges me um, often.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm just realized that, you know, I just had this realization. I have been implanting this uh, boundary, you know, to like apply into my life after literally three days ago, you know, after I realized I was oh okay, it's time for me to set it, you know set up some boundaries. But sometimes I feel like I did some boundaries before because you know like when you really cannot take it, you, you say enough enough, right? You stand up, you do set up this boundary because that time is like people push you to or you allow people to push you to over to set up boundary. Now when I look around, I was okay in which area I was not you know like setting up this clear boundary you know i see i can like discern uh and also i kind of filter through my life is okay this part i can improve by setting up a clear like a boundary not a necessary after when i say oh enough enough situation it's like i see that might be a problem in the future you know so i try to step out of their lane <laughs> and also kind of like I put little fence and hey, this is my lane. I I would like you to respect me uh, because I did not feel that, you know, that it's your, your like side to tell me what I should or should not do, right? So <laughs> say those things ahead mm-hmm. of time before the really, you know, something hits you pretty hard. So that's a lot of things it's like, well, I can do this thing to prevent certain things to happen in my life in the future, right? We don't need to, super hard every time to learn lesson. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how are you feeling today? Where are you at with everything today? Well, you know, <laughs> it's uh, I was a little bit like like
1: nervous because every time you know you for us to speak the truth is sometimes it's hard, right? It's we are so easier to just be okay. Yeah, that's fine. That sounds great. But when we you, you know you stand in your own you know you you try to speak a from your heart to speak the truth, sometimes you need to take a little bit, just uh, like brave, right? Be stand up. So right before this call, I got to my lawyer actually just emailed me because everything is so crazy right now in the world. So whole, the whole like government system, this court system, is way like fall back right now. They are. We had the hearing end of October. Now it's end of November. Uh, I just got an email of this copy that my lawyer sent to me, uh, talking about this parenting time, you know, this child support things like that. So I kind of s- like glanced through those the paperwork, um, haven't really like dive in to see what exactly need to be like addressed, brought up. Um, but that's where I'm at. So I have the result of you know, uh, in this like divorce process. Uh, my girl's father wants 75% of the parenting time, which I don't think I can agree on that. Um, mm. That's part of the thing that I think I need to go through in the next couple of days, uh, you know, because it, it's, that's again, let's say, you know, in in my truth, my truth is I I could give him 75% of time with girls, but the only thing I want to make sure is whether he can, fulfill his responsibility when do we do 50-50, right? Because now I'm full-time mom, also run my own business. So the girls mostly they are with me. So for some people to come to you to say, hey, I want 75% time with the girls and you take 25, I have to, you know, stand in my shoes and think about it. Is is it something is reasonable? Not just say, hey, you have more time, I have less time. Is it for the like best, highest and the greatest good? For for the two girls, right? If you cannot prove me that you can do 50-50, I probably will not to give you 75. It's not decided by me. I have to think about consider for girls' needs, right? Their their nutrition, their homework, or like everything, not just me. It's for mm-hmm. for the girls. So I'm at this uh, you know, stage of we talked about, it, I was like, okay, instead of I do 75, you are father. you know, I would like you to pick up this 50% of your responsibility instead of I'm um, taking that 25 for you, uh, which I think is very fair. It's again, it's my truth. I feel that's what would be fair, 50-50. And when we in the Zoom meeting uh, with the judge and the lawyers, he changed his mind and he won't ask for 75, right in the Zoom meeting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa what is going on, right? How can you ask more? But it's again, that's his truth. He felt like he wanted to take 75 and I have to respect that and we need to work through those situations.
0: Mm. Seems like you're in quite a good rational place right now. Oh my goodness, yes. Um,
1: These things change every day. So Mm. last week, (laughs) Last week I literally contacted my lawyer. I was like, okay, I did not feel safe to be in this household not saying like uh, like physically it's just like this emotional like a mental body you know you feel like people could uh, like come get you anytime like emotional right and it gets you very emotional and I was I don't feel very comfortable to be in the same uh, like a, like same household right now. Mm -hmm. so now i'm at the i do not know also it's because of this full moon uh energy Mm -hmm. i feel like (laughs) like one second i feel i'm super comfortable you know to move along in this household the next second you're like no that's that's no way right (laughs) it's kind of the energy is very like shifting super quick and i was like wow Mm -hmm. how can i make a decision one second in this, one second like that. And I was, okay, let's drop into meditation because that's like a wind because it's uh, like Gemini <laughs> energy is a wind. So mm-hmm. for wind, you cannot settle the wind, the wind is always moving. So I was, okay, I probably need to drop into meditation. So, and I trust universe. If universe wanted me to move out of this place, they will give me a sign for me to move about. If they're like, wow, mm-hmm. you seems okay. It's, it's okay for you to stay a little longer. The like move out option is not available, right? Will not be available for me. So I was like, okay, instead of getting into my mind, I probably just uh, drop in and trust and open my heart <laughs> to receive the guidance. Yeah,
0: mm, that's beautiful. I think it's these times when we are under pressure, you know, and we're facing very challenging scenarios that our shadow comes out as well at times and it's hard for us to see where it's because we feel unsettled, unsafe and un, out of control. There's a lot of uncertainty and that's when our, you know, our shadow comes out and we start acting in ways sometimes that, you know, we don't, we're not necessarily proud of later or are not our highest being or our highest self. Um, but you know, it sounds like you're grounding yourself where you can, which is so beautiful. Yeah, I, I
1: try my best. I literally, actually, when you say the uncertainty, you know, I uh, know. I remember I was journaling. I forgot this morning or last night. I literally write, wrote down. It's like, how am I gonna, you know, make a just like daily life decision when you feel everything is unknown right and everything's mm-hmm. un- like uncertain like right before this paperwork just uh, came into my email email box uh, right before our, my, our call so before this call i will still you ask me what's going on as well probably still in the air i do not know when this message is gonna blow to my way so to face mm-hmm. those uncertainty is sometimes it's so hard for you know when the, this thing is really important for your life to like basically can like determine where you're going to be in next month or two. Literally this this divorce paper or every process in this, uh, uh, like every paperwork in the divorce process right now is going to directly determine when I'm going to move out of this place and how I'm going to move out, you know, like all this financial part, right? Like uh, uh, parenting part, my emotional, mm-hmm. everything is count on those papers. <laughs> so and then, but our life cannot be just stopped because just because we are going through this divorce, right? Like there's some work we have to take care of. There's the kids at school we're going to take care of. We're going to take care of ourselves. Be you know, uh, just th- those like daily practice to have self-love and self-compassion for ourselves when we're going through those hard times. So mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a little bit like, I feel like sometimes I got knocked down. Like I cry you know, I feel like 2020, I have been crying, <laughs> like, <laughs> no joking, 2020 is a year that I cried the most, probably in the last <laughs> 30, whatever, here's the tears all, all accumulated in 2020. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it feels very, you know, sensitive emotion, but also those tears, uh, it's like, all you, right? They, uh, they are all mm-hmm. a lot of things that uh, inside body is time to come out and, uh, through you like purging, you know, your drop, all the teardrops is like, we say one teardrop is also, uh, like, it's like ocean It has so many things inside in that teardrop. And <laughs> when I think about that, mm. it's like, okay, let's, let's, let's release that because it's, it doesn't serve me. That's why my body wanted me to release that. Don't hold it. Let it be, you know, let it go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's beautiful. I've been crying a lot the last few days as well. I'm also like this full moon or something, or maybe I'm pregnant, or maybe I'm just emotional. (laughs) Oh yeah, I know that. I mean, I cry a lot anyway, and I'm very emotional anyway. And my pregnancy has definitely um, copped the blame for it, but I don't think it's any different when I'm not pregnant. (laughs) Um, But I've just—I don't know—I've had like a just a, a sadness about me, and I think I've been quite stressed out lately, yeah. thinking about some, the uncertainty in my life is around business and the startup mm. that I'm working on. And I'm when you're at the start, it's exciting. And the other yeah. side of the excitement is there's like all of this potential, but there's all of this unknown. Uh, once we're rolling with a business, you know, we have a little bit more like stability or whatever, at least yeah. we kind of know sort of roughly month to month what's going to be happening. Um, But right now I feel we're about to go live on the technology. And I realize, you know, I've been actually quite stressed out raising capital and managing cash flow and building a brand new team and all of this stuff alongside um, processing all the different emotions and things that have come up with being pregnant. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's like all of this amazing creative energy in my life and also... I'm in that incubation stage with the business and the pregnancy and and processing like all the shifts and changes that are going to come about once both go live, once I birth my baby and once this business goes live. And I just, I think the stress has just um, worn on me a little bit. And I've got this like sadness for the last few days that's just Mm. underneath everything. And I find that really challenging. Sometimes when I'm in it, I can't even remember how long I've felt like this you know it can feel Mm. like it can feel like I've been like this for ages but maybe it's only been a day or two I I lose a little bit of um, perspective of like (laughs) time you said that at the start you said time it's like what (laughs) is it right now yeah
1: yeah wow I can like you know I can like uh uh, because in my life, it's so like interesting because you are starting, like my project, I'm starting actually literally two weeks ago among the Fit for Service, you know, uh, this container. And um, it's really like when we just started, we were like, wow, that's a great opportunity. That's to me, you know, like, oh, I was super excited to start this like Etsy uh, store for, you know, support the Fit for Service member, you know, to bridge gap from, the financial needs to their soul mission, right? Because each of us have the, this unique like medicine want to serve. But a lot of times, the medicine you want to serve will not bring you those cash flow. And uh, it happened. It's so interesting. I call it like divine, like guided a project. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so I feel called, uh, you know, I shared a video in in... In the group, is like, okay, I have this business model. Uh, you know, I'm not sure whether you guys like interested. And I got 30 people interested. And I was like, whoa. Oh, that's this amazing. Is... Yeah. Then I was like, okay, because I did not have a plan. I just literally just uh, <laughs> throw something out. I thought that would be a good start. Like I don't not, do not even know people would be uh, interested. So we have 30 people interested. Then we narrowed down the group number one. We have 11 people. Currently, we have 11 people in group number one. And, uh, uh, half of them store opened before black Friday. And now seven stores, seven out of 11, because one store got closed. So like, uh, you know, some sort of, we still don't know why the store got closed before even go live. But anyway, we have 10, a seven out of 10 store now have sales. We did like, wow. so when I, Think about this I was like two weeks ago I didn't even not have an idea of I want to do this thing and two weeks later we, I have seven store that have sales come in and I was like then I was like what I'm gonna do right because there's more people want to ask me when you're gonna start run two and I was like I'm at a point of uh, should I start the group number two or you know when I should start this number two if I want to start group number two right so it's like it, those uncertainty and I know because I start from literally just an idea to I'm um, where I'm at right now. I do not know where this going to group lead to. Maybe they, maybe five of them they're going to be make, I don't know, 50,000 a year, right? I, I have no clue. <laughs> And I was like, well, should I bring more people in, in when I'm not even so sure where their future is going to be? It's like you have kids, right? You have like five kids and you're like, oh, should I have more, more kids? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> when they are just in kindergarten, they're not even running yet. They are literally walking, you know, they from crawling to, I don't even gonna say they are walking. They are literally crawling, make their first 20 cells right now and lead it to walking. So should I take have more kids? For them to be newborn, I'm not sure.
0: (laughs) So I can't. Well, that comes back to boundaries, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Then people wanted more, and I was like, (laughs) "Uh, Gina, maybe you gotta ask yourself. I haven't asked myself this question yet. Like, were you able to? How do you feel about it? You know, will your like energy could support them or not? Are you gonna deplete yourself for other people's? You know, uh, for their store can open, but what about you, right? So those questions, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's where i'm at right now is those decisions i don't want to just make it because the first group i when i started is literally from nowhere i just like a random throw out and it formed to today but now group number two i have to be mindful right because otherwise i'm gonna just drain my energy um if i don't be careful so yeah that's
0: stress level yeah and i think that's You know, that's something that I've always struggled with as well is like the energetic boundaries as well. It's not necessarily about people Mm. or what have you, but it can be just about not having appropriate boundaries around what I say yes to. And that's been a big lesson and learning in my life because I get so excited at the early stage. Yeah. I actually sat with I sat with Joe, my husband, uh two days ago, uh-huh. brainstorming whether we wanted to start a podcast company. Wow. Because <laughs> we yeah. have five shows between mm-hmm. us now. And you know, we were just starting to think about it. And it really was that moment of like me having to stay true to my course and set that energetic boundary with myself, not with anyone else, just with myself that I'm trying to build a billion dollar company with my tech platform. Like Mm -hmm. I really don't have the energy or space to build another, um, service-based business, which would be the podcast company. (laughs) So, but it's hard because it's so enticing and exciting. And I think that's what's the flip side of boundaries is like the reason we don't set them up front. And this goes with people as well Mm -hmm. is because up front we feel everything's good. We feel happy, excited, engaged, all of this possibility. You know, you think about a a partner, like you were saying with your husband, like you train your ex-husband, I should say you trained him to be a certain way. And Mm -hmm. initially it wouldn't have been a problem because initially you were in love and everything was amazing and yeah <laughs> you don't have to like think about these future challenges that we're creating for ourselves by not knowing ourselves enough to be strong enough to set the boundary up front um to be able to foresee where something will go and it's mm-hmm. a journey like i'm yeah. also not mad at myself for having poor boundaries years ago because I didn't, I didn't know what I know now. Mm -hmm. It's a journey and I have to be kind to myself. And now every time I set a boundary, I'm like, yes. Yeah. Like I was super excited to brainstorm this podcast business and we brainstormed it all and got to the end and we're like, yeah, probably seems like a lot of work and I've got something big on and he's got other big stuff on, Mm -hmm. so let's not do it. And then that just felt like such a valuable hour or two spent, even just coming to the conclusion that it wasn't the right move for right now. It's, it's, it's
1: so good that you have some somebody that you can it's like people doing this uh, reflecting, right? Like I have an idea, not just me mm-hmm. in my mind uh, debating with myself. <laughs> you actually yeah. have somebody as a mirror, you're like sitting in front of each other and, and uh, bring out all these ideas, then you're like, okay, now we are in this relationship put together let's talk about whether it fits both of our growth paths for right now, right? We have a newborn baby, the baby's coming and uh, you are launching the new, new business that you have a pretty like big uh, this, like, vision there. Mm-hmm. And he's has something very big going on. Is this the right time? Right. Is this the right time? So for you two to sit together to have those conversations is really beautiful because, you know, sometimes I feel like, uh, you know, I think feel like that's why Fifth for Service is so such a beautiful container is actually we can throw out idea and have these different people from different perspectives and then give you those like, you know, the feedback, right? You know, ask you certain questions like, oh yeah, I haven't thought about that. Maybe after I mm-hmm. ask myself for these five, ten questions, am I gonna have a better, clear vision, you know, this decision would be easier for me to make, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, totally, and I mean for you having having this community while you're moving through divorce, I can only imagine. Yeah, is a big gift. I felt like super alone when I was moving through my divorce. I'm I'm sure you still feel alone at times. I'm not I'm not saying you wouldn't, but mm-hmm. what a support network that you have as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. The first service definitely. Uh, I was. I'm going to do an <laughs> Instagram live with Cecilia. Uh, because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people, when we talk about fit-for-service, because, uh, you know, we have over 200 people in fit-for-service, right? It's relatively small because small amount of the population was, right? Like like mm-hmm. 200, it's like, you know, if you compare it to, yeah, to a local church, it's like you don't even have the same size of a local church. But, and a lot of people do not really understand what a fit-for-service stands for. And I felt that's, uh, the calling that, that's my calling of like um for for me at least is like what is uh what fit first service truly mean to me in 2020 or in my this uh, life involving journey in this lifetime what is this uh group mean mean you know for me uh i want to do a like ng live with cecilia then i'll try to bring uh like a uh, uh, currently first service member or you know First service like uh, in even from 2019 uh, to have this uh, you know, sharing of what uh, Fear for Service to them because I feel a lot of those uh, sharing is on Fear for Service website, right? It's, it feels so mm-hmm. super like official. When you feel official, mm-hmm. you feel like some feel like people, they cannot relate it to super superware because the package is so good, right? All the video quality is so nice. I want to kind of do some raw things just like, you know, like we are talking right now, right? Like we have this uh, mm-hmm. casual conversation uh, talking about uh, people hopping out and share their like, biggest takeaway you know, take for in this year or from, from last year. What first service, first service changes their mind? What first service challenged them? And also how mm. this first service challenges their family members because I, my family member in China, they don't know. But my uh, husband or, uh, you know, um, my girl's dad and family, uh, they do not understand. They will refer to, mm-hmm. they will comment as the group. So mm-hmm. when I saw the, the group for five times, I was like, okay, I think the university is reminding me that clarify what is this group, right? Because I do not want people to use the group. Like, let's talk about what is the group. <laughs> that's my original idea. Is like let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Let's bring on the table. It's if something really good I want to share. So instead of I'm doing on the side quietly, I'm gonna bring on the table. I'm gonna show exactly what is the group or you name it, what is this group to me, you know? So maybe mm-hmm. those, this the group gonna mean something to you in the future as well, right? So I feel that's my my calling is like, okay, I feel that's the confusion part. Now let's uh, Mm -hmm. talk about the confusion part instead of like oh you know that's all good we are fine no let's talk about it (laughs) that's me i don't know whether i'm going a little bit crazy sometime in my life but i sense sometimes (laughs) it's confusion i was like i don't want to turn away it's like i see something on my face i'm not gonna pretend there's nothing on my face i'm gonna looking to the mirror to see what is that thing on my face right (laughs) let's talk about it Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah
0: Who would you say that you are from, say, January of this year to now? Wow. And how has it impacted you?
1: It's so funny. I was also organizing, cleaning my computer. I feel like these days is basically reset regrouping, reforming, whatever re you want to put on. Basically, I was uh, cleaning my computer and I saw the video I sent to Eric because, you know, like they want you to take a video of yourself, right? Explaining why you joined Fit for Service, things like that. And, uh, I was watching that video. It's like, the I want to laugh and cry right now, (laughs) because I want to laugh and see how, how much I have been involved, how much I have been changed in in a good way. Right. Uh, at least to me, but also I see where I was last year, last year's time Mm -hmm. was my Etsy store got closed. Um, and uh, but I made a good sale last year. But my body, my my physical body is at uh, the point is breaking down. I was sick. I was sick for five, six weeks weeks straight. Like coughing. I thought probably I already had a COVID. <laughs> Maybe that's that's already er- early COVID. Uh, so I feel <laughs> like I was dying because I was coughing five, six weeks and not not being you know not being being better. And my Etsy store get, like got closed. Uh, that time my my marriage is like we are at the stage of we kind of brought up certain things, but we never really talk about where are we going? Like I did not have this, I was not clear of where I want to go. Or oh, I want to say, I was so scared of to even think about that D word, right? Because that mm. would be a lot of things like, am I, will I be okay on my own? How can I support myself? Uh, and also some self abandonment issue that I was dealing with. So it was in a rough place, you know, business closed and my physical body is breaking down and my marriage is like, I know, actually, I know what I want to do, but I don't have this courage to do that. So that's where I, where, like, that's the place <laughs> where I was uh, like a year ago. And uh, now my Etsy store is closed, still closed, but now I have, Ten stores, or you know, like ten stores open, right? Might have more store. I'm gonna support those stores to, uh, in the FC this platform. Uh, so this is where for my business right now. And I also started my own podcast called "A Unity Through Diversity." That I think in 2020, uh, 2021 would be one of my main focus on it. And uh, my health, I'm at. Uh, I did not exercise this for couple months but surprisingly it didn't change much of my body shape i don't know why <laughs> So that's actually <laughs> good news right um and also my like for this like spiritual energy, i feel like i'm more people got have question asked me they are like oh are you still are you still like with god i had multiple people ask me you know <laughs> messaging me and i was like why they ask me this question i was like my answer was I was with him, I am with him and I will be with him, you know? So I felt Mm -hmm. this connection with God, at least my version of God is even stronger. Before I was like, well, if you show me this, I will believe you, a type of like, like half, half. you know, one foot in, one foot out type thing, right? Not so sure, Mm -hmm. but now it's like, I'm fully, I'm fully in, I fully trust. I trust universe, I trust God, I trust that there was something stronger, bigger, powerful than our human being out there to guide us, right? In this human journey. That's my side. Mm, So in every aspect, and I went through so many ego deaths this year. Like I I probably, that's why I want to do a like a road trip uh, right end of this year. I planning, I'm planning on uh, leaving on December 21st right after winter uh, like solstice. Uh, I felt I feel there are so many things I want to kind of like be by, be with myself and in a quiet place to reflect on what exactly happened in 2020. What are some mm-hmm. ego deaths I went through because I know some of them, but I think that's more than what I realized, right? Because things just changing so fast and I was like, well, that's probably a great time for me to. Actually, go somewhere on on road and uh, be just be with myself um, and uh, do this refraction. And, uh,
0: mm-hmm. and at that
1: time, I believe that a lot of tears gonna <laughs> gonna fall because to it's like a movie. It's like a, this whole year is like a movie, um, a like hero's journey movie of where I was, you know, accept the calling, you know, cross the threshold. Uh, now I'm like you know slay the dragon and uh realize what i have done in this year and i was like next step is how can i bring the, the like those medicines that uh, i i collect in my medicine bag how can i bring this medicine to the world right now i feel like that's my mm-hmm. 2021's uh, uh question for myself how can i bring this medicine to the world after i went through those hard times, those difficult times, just you know pain and suffering. What are mm-hmm. those things after you alchemize them? What can I bring to the world? Yeah, that's that's, oh, that's my beautiful.
0: question. Oh it sounds like you have a lot of reflection and I I just spent yesterday, actually, with um, Brooklyn and Wyatt, mm. who are friends of ours from Fit for Service as well, and Joe, vision boarding, and at the end of our vision boarding, we all sat and gave each other energy for our individual visions, and it was really beautiful, mm. but um sounds like vi- reflecting and then visioning for 2021 is yeah kind of on the cards for you, which is so beautiful. And I've been doing a lot of the same. And this has been, for me, one of the best years of my life. Um, Last year was my first year in Fit for Service and it was incredibly transformative and challenging and, um, you know, a a lot of things. And I attribute it to so much of my own personal growth and being able to step into the life that I have been blessed with this year. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I couldn't, I couldn't meet that life before because I had too much. Uh, I didn't love myself enough. I didn't accept myself enough. Mm. I didn't, I just had too much trauma and pain and healing work to do. And yeah, I feel incredibly grateful for being brave enough to answer the call and do that work. And to be supported by amazing friends and community and family of which you are one of. Yeah. So I'm super excited for your journey ahead and, you know, I've been witness to what you've been going through this year and you're, you're incredible and you do have beautiful medicine to give the world. Mm -hmm. So Thank thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all of this journey with us.
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah, thank you so much for this uh, you know uh, platform. and I was actually doing uh, meditation before uh, this call, and my intention uh, is for whatever for whatever need to be said uh, the truth uh, let like so be it because I feel like when you're ready, those opportunities will will present, but right before the opportunity is ready to present is a lot of preparation, right? We're we'll prepare ourselves to for like next thing so if our energy is uh like aligned and this opportunity will present it by itself so there's no rush to go somewhere <laughs> even though we mm-hmm. still have a rush <laughs> to do something but this is the kind of like mindset is you know you know let's be right let's be where we are. if this time is ready the universe will not let you miss it because that's that's meant for you
0: <laughs> so, Yeah. yeah. So true. Oh, so beautiful, sister. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you and I appreciate your journey and the medicine you're ser- serving by being in your truth and sharing your truth.
1: Thank you so much. I'll see you soon and uh, I pray for you. Well,
0: Thank you, sister. I love you. Hope you enjoyed that episode, myself and Gina, just diving into what she's been moving through and also some info on fit for service. If you are enjoying these conversations, these more open conversations and you are entrepreneurial or business-minded, jump on over to Conscious Culture, my other podcast where I talk with leaders and anyone, really. I've had a bunch of my team members on the show, but all about consciousness in the workplace, consciousness in our companies. I would love to welcome you as a listener over there. Um, And if you do love what you're hearing, I'd also love for you to give me a five-star rating. So that would be amazing. Thank you, everyone. And I will see you next episode.